good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. been interested in, again, laying out some ideas for gift-giving uh, this Christmas season. And I, as you can imagine, books are a big priority for me. And so I've tried to come up with a few uh, selections and trying to present them so that you'll be able to uh, use them uh, to the blessing, the encouragement, the spiritual growth and development of friends and loved ones. And today we're going to talk about a new one. Uh, I, I've never seen this before. I think it's brand new. It's called Jesus 365. It's a daily invitation to renew your spirit. And uh, the editor of it is an old friend of mine, Lucy Sholin. Um She is the editor. Now, Lucy, good to have you here, by the way. Thank you, that. Al. Um, the idea, when I, you've been around books for a long time. In fact, right. I think you at least edited one of my books <laughs> right, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the first one that you did for it was, um, Karis or for. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah back, this was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Why do Kathy's genuflect? Yeah, I that's think right. Was the one. That's right. Yeah. So uh, tell me, um, so you've been around books for a while. Why, why this? I mean, well, yeah. actually, the initiative came from the publisher, The Word Among Us. Okay. Uh, the Word Among Us, as you probably know, is a monthly magazine that mm-hmm. includes scripture for the day, all the mass readings. Mm -hmm. It includes meditations. And then uh, every day has a meditation that accompanies those mass readings. And those meditations have been written over the past, uh, I think, almost 40 years that they've been publishing. Yes. And I was asked to put together a a compilation, you know, of of meditations from there. And the idea was to have it be something that was accessible to Christians of all denominations, not just Catholics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I avoided a lot of sacramental and saintly talk, you know. And, um, yeah, it was a – so it was a wonderful job. I probably used meditations just from the past 10 years or so. And I was also asked to put – to use monthly themes – and so, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So every every month has a theme. Uh, some months are seasonal, like uh, Advent, Christmas, Lent, and Easter, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, for the other eight, I used some Ignatian themes. Uh, yes. You know, just from from my study yes. at from Ignatius. Well, let's go through some of those. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, well, I think part of the idea was that. You know, Ignatius had this eight-week set of readings, and the idea was just to draw you more and more into a relationship with the Lord. Right, right. Um, starting out with that knowledge that God loves you. You know, so I, I started with that uh, mm-hmm. in January. God made me for himself. And uh, so I thought that that might be really a good thing for people to focus on when they're looking at something for a year's worth of readings. Sure. You know, just to allow that uh, those themes to draw you more deeply into your relationship with God. Yeah, he made, he, we, he made us for himself. I mean, I love that. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. It, it, it means, it tells us, first of all, that we are of value. It, it tells us that he will work with us uh, mm-hmm. to bring us to a deeper communion with him. Mm-hmm. And Now, is that the theme through January? 
Yes, it's it, God made me for Himself. It's a good right. good month to choose too, because I, I normally so. it's a time of of uh, new resolutions and right. remembering what what am, what am I here for? What am right. I? Gonna, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And then in February, I moved into God forgives me. A lot of times, uh, we'll be moving toward Lent during that time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I thought that would be a good theme. Yeah. Um, but just that assurance that. No matter what I've done in life, the Lord forgives me. The Lord just longs longs for me. You know, that mm-hmm. whole image of the uh, prodigal son and just the father's open arms. Yeah. 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 And then in March, I moved into Jesus, my Savior. Um, a lot of times we'll be continuing with Lent during that time and perhaps moving toward um, Holy Week. And then April, the victory of the cross. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, just, you know, as as Catholics especially, we just love our Easter. Yes. And we want to go on and celebrate, celebrate. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, that that ho- Holy Week, it's really quite remarkable when you think about it. In, in mm-hmm. a, a world that's growing increasingly secular in its celebrations, the Church continues to maintain the idea of Holy Week. And right. that we do what we can, given our state of life, to... to uh, Make sure we participate, you know, in the uh, special masses and liturgies of that week, and that's a, that's becoming increasingly distinctive, right? As a, mm-hmm. Catholics do that, uh, no other. Well, the Orthodox may do something like that, but mm-hmm. within the Western world, it's primarily Catholics who make a big deal mm-hmm. of Holy Week. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Agree. Victory to celebrate. Yes, the victory of the cross. Yes, and they, then in May I went back to the Ignatian weeks, um, God provides for me, Mm -hmm. um, which again is another assurance of God's great love. I think a lot of us endure undue anxiety, really, because God promises to take care of us, and Jesus repeated that over and over again. And it is, it's it's hard to keep that in mind and experience the the rest, the Sabbath rest that is promised us when we're looking at unpaid bills and right. uh, the threats of illness, uh, mm-hmm. uh, children who are causing us difficulty. So right. this uh, whole month focuses on God's provision. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Recently I was reading scripture, and I think it was in the New American Bible. I, I think it might be Psalm 138. And, and in a lot of versions it says, the mercy of God endures forever. But I think it was in the NAB. It said, the Lord endures. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I thought about that. <laughs> you know, with all this mess going around, you know, mm-hmm. the Lord is the Lord. And, you know, he's ruling over all the nations. He's ruling over us. Mm-hmm. And he's he's after our hearts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I always like to th- remember that the climax of the liturgical year is the Feast of Christ the King. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- again, an affirmation that he's ruling overall. Right. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Um, yeah. And then June um, goes to um, God gives himself to me. Hmm. And that uh, the focus there is, uh, is, is more that union, that union with God. And again, in July, Jesus calls me beyond myself. And that's like the call of discipleship. Interesting. You know, like, I like that. No matter what we feel our inadequacies are, obviously God has called us. And God wants to use us. Yeah. 
God says to each one of us, go and, uh, you know. Yeah. And when a disciple is fully formed, he'll be like his master. Right, right. Oftentimes it's hard to believe, but that is the promise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. And then the next one in August, Jesus makes me his intimate disciple. So entering more deeply into that role of right. disciple. Right, you know. mm-hmm. And September, the theme is Jesus unites me to his body. Hmm. And there, I really tried to focus on our relationships with other Christians, how key that is really to our growing in the Lord. We need one another. It's like, well, yeah, I I can get my groceries. I can stay here in my house. I can read books. But I've really noticed how much I need people. Yeah. You know, we're social beings. Yeah. And and then Jesus called us together as his church, yeah. as his disciples. Yeah. I mean, psychologists are pointing out that uh, instances of depression and anxiety have risen tremendously. Mm-hmm. Partially because people are not in uh, in society, they're not with others the right. way they used to. And yeah. it's, it's been difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's something we really need. And October, fruit w- that will last. I thought that was a great theme for kind of the harvest <laughs> harvest month. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Good. And just talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our lives, uh, the yeah. growth and the love. Uh, November, uh, let us give thanks. Yeah. I chose that as a theme uh, because that's our theme of Thanksgiving, and we should always just give thanks to God. I, I think um, I was reading a pamphlet the other day, and it talked about three practices for growing closer to the Lord. The first one was gratitude. Yeah. And I thought how true that is, that everything that we have comes from God, and part of our relationship with Him is to give Him thanks. Yes. And Scripture repeats that over and over again. It does. And uh, it's in some ways, it, it is, seems like such a small thing to say <laughs> thank you, to give thanks. But right. Eucharist is Thanksgiving, That's the great right. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I've, I'd love to point out that St. Paul in uh, uh, chap- Romans chapter 1, um, around verse 18 through th- verse 32, is talking about how the pagans... Um, have been able to see that God exists uh, through the things that have been made. So, um, so there's they have no excuse for not believing that God exists. He says though, but they did not give thanks. Right. Yes. <laughs> and after that, there's this continuing deterioration right. of what happens. Mm-hmm. So the failure to give thanks to recognize that other who created us mm-hmm. when you cut yourself off from Him. Life spins out of control. The uni- moral universe gets turned on its head, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, and even in, in St. Paul's list of what goes wrong, you actually end up with men sleeping with other men, women with other yeah, women. Yeah, all sorts of disorder. Yeah, disorder yeah. is is right. where it goes, and so yeah. Thanks. I'm I'm very big. Gratitude is one of those things that I I like to think about because um, you. You often have moments of thanksgiving which are spontaneous. Um, it, it just hit you. A beautiful day, some time off, mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden you're feeling thanksgiving. The good news is that 
Christians can ex- exercise that thanksgiving towards someone. They can say, God, thank you. Exactly. And that's the great tragedy right. of atheism. There's right. nobody, nobody, to, nobody to thank. Yeah. So. Yeah, for this beautiful day, you yeah. know, the snow, the snow, even the snow, yeah. you know, is beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we can give, give thanks for that. Yes. And December, of course. December, Emmanuel, God with mm-hmm. us. You know, God, his, his great condescension in coming to live with us. And I, I love us. the uh, logic of this, the orderliness of it. It makes a great deal of sense, too, the, uh, each of these uh, themes as they follow one another. Uh, then you have the difficulty. It's, it'd be difficult. I think it would be difficult to go through so much great material and have to select. Right. I would go crazy. Right. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold it there. Okay. We'll come back and talk about how you did it. Yes. And then we'll get. Uh, we'll also do some reading from it. Okay. My guest, Lucy Sholin, is uh, editor of Jesus 365, published by The Word Among Us, a daily invitation to renew your spirit. I've been talking about the great gifts for Christmas. This is one of them. I strongly recommend it to you. I'm Al Cresta. We're going to be right back. I'm Al Cresta, taking a look at a a wonderful daily meditation volume called Jesus 365. It's published by The Word Among Us, which many of you know as a a magazine, uh, a collection of uh, daily devotionals. And uh, this book is um, a compilation of some of the the best uh, meditations over many years. Uh, from the Word Among Us. Uh, its editor is Lucy Sholent, my guest. And uh, this, it's a beautiful book, too. I want to stress that. I mean, yeah. f- it feels good, right? It's got mm-hmm. this this kind of padded um, cover. Right. Which gives it's kind of sets it apart from yes. other books on your shelf. Um, it uh, The size is very manageable. You could even actually carry this with you. Um, the co- you They... They decided to do a lot of color. Right. Wow. They, uh, yes. Every month has a picture from nature. Uh, and um, th- I, was, I was very delighted to see that. I love being outside. I visited the Abbey of Gethsemane yeah. quite, a f- quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time a monk said, the monks have two books. The Book of Psalms and the Book of Nature, <laughs> yeah. And how how wonderful that is, yeah. you know. Um, just to be in the outdoors in itself can turn your heart to the Lord yeah. when you see the. I mean, He's the greatest artist there could be. Absolutely, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was delighted to see the pictures that they put in after all my work was done. Yeah, yeah, it and nice. yeah, and a lot of color throughout. Um, let's go ahead. What you have some favorites uh, that you can read to us? Well, I just opened to January second, and <laughs> okay, that's the short one. <laughs> that's the yeah. short one. All yes, right. but it is a beautiful message. Uh, it starts with a quote from Isaiah forty nine. God says, "It is too little for you to be my servant. I will make you a light to the nations." And the meditation. 
By the way, these meditations were written by a host of authors over the years, and the word among us doesn't credit each okay. meditation. Okay. So I have no idea who wrote these initially. <laughs> but they are all very yeah. uh, very devoted Catholics, very uh, filled with the Holy Spirit and lover of lovers of God's word, yeah, obviously. Okay. Okay. So uh, the meditation, what does God think when he looks at your expectations? Your vision is too narrow. Your dreams are too small. I want to do much more. God sent the Messiah to be a light to all nations and to bring every person back to God. Jesus died to transform us, altering the very foundation of our lives. God has a massive, exciting, glorious plan for your life. He wants to take your nature and fill it to overflowing with his grace. He wants to make you a light to the nations. How wide and broad is God's plan to save the world? Today, let him save and transform you. Let him bury the old you and raise a brand new you to life. Hmm. And each meditation ends with a prayer. This prayer is, Lord, broaden my vision so I can perceive how you want to use me to build your kingdom. Nice, nice. Again, that's in January, which is the theme of the month, is God made me for himself. So, again, mm-hmm. this speaks to your our identity right. as children of God. Right. Yeah, very good. Yes, yes. Um, did, uh, were there any, any difficult times or months, uh, difficulties in selection? Uh, I mean, you, I imagine you were stuck with a, uh, an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that would be the hardest thing. That was. Um, I think when it uh, when I started out, what I would do is I would just kind of go through and say, oh, I'll put this in this month, and I'll put this in this month, and so forth. <laughs> and then at some point, I had to stop and say, okay, how many do I have? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I had May overloaded, and then I had to, you know, kind of rework things and find more things for different months. Yeah. Um, but in general, it wasn't a big problem because, as you said, there was a wealth of material to yeah. work with. And you mentioned that I picked out the best, but I can't say that. You know, yeah. it was it, it was kind of random sometimes. Yeah. Uh, okay. But often, I think. I mean, I, you, we, they could do this several more times, you know, because there is so much material. You so know, you think 40 years. And, yeah, and, so we might expect one next year, too. Yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But um, anyway, all of these, this was very inspiring for me. I was, uh, I remember it just striking me, wow, I really enjoyed doing this. And then I thought, well, why not? You know, this is uh, work that is based on the Word of God, it's inspiring in its own right, and then mm-hmm. these people are bringing out something. And and the Word Among Us, their meditations are often, they have a practical side to them. You know, like this one I just read. It's not just historical, like this is what God was saying yes. to those people. Yeah. Right, right. But what does this mean to me? Yeah. You know, how do I look at myself? God loves me. And when you think about it, how God just continues to create new people. You know, the the world is going on and on and yes, on. Yes, yes. And 
each one of us is so important to him, and each one of us he's called to be his special person. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's transgenerational, right? Mm-hmm. It goes back generation after generation after generation. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it covers all the nations of the earth, all languages, all tribes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he continues to do his work. And, I mean, we, we don't even have a clue. I mean, we've, only, um, we've only got a small, we can only see a small part of right. what he's been doing in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm looking here at uh, today, yes. uh, which I, I'll read, which okay. I think uh, is fitting. Uh, it's today. Yeah. Uh, Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Again, Luke chapter 1, verse 42. The people of the Old Testament were waiting for the Messiah, the one who was going to save them all. They expected a mighty warrior, a wise sage, or a majestic king. But the Messiah came as a little baby. God came to us in one of the most defenseless ways possible, as a baby. He went through all the stages of growth and came in poverty, showing that every human being, no matter their status, is important to God. He came to embrace every person, including you. Jesus continued his way of humble vulnerability right up to his death on the cross. He became a beacon, pointing us to how we should model our lives. Even today, he comes to us in remarkably vulnerable ways uh, in our fellow Christians, in the poor and needy, in children, and the aged. That's how valuable each person is to him. Jesus stands before you. He invites you to respond to his vulnerability by being vulnerable yourself, by opening your heart and letting him in. Welcome him in his smallness and humility. And the prayer is, Lord, help me open my heart to you, just as you have opened yours to me. This is interesting. Again, blesses the fruit of your womb. The focus here is on his smallness and hiddenness. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Very good. Um, the Let's take one. Why don't you pick one from um, the Easter portion of it, uh, the victory portion sure. of it. Sure. Uh, April is the the chapter which focuses on the victory of the cross. I'm poking around here myself. Okay, yes. Uh, Well, April 18th, Mm -hmm. Psalm 118, verse 17. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I shall not die, but live and declare the deeds of the Lord. Jesus, you are the risen Lord, and all creation sings your praise. We hear the stones cry out, just as you said they would. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Even the stone that sealed your tomb is rolled away and proclaims a wondrous mystery. Instead of being an immovable testament to your death, it has become an indisputable witness to the resurrection. (laughs) Loving Savior, because of you, a cruel instrument of death speaks to us of life. By your cross, you have destroyed the enemy and flung open the gates of salvation. Your light shines in our churches, in our homes, in hospital rooms, in the rubble of warfare, and in many dark and dreary places, proclaiming life to anyone who puts their faith in you. So many transformed lives so many signs of victory. Each one, in its own way, speaks to us of you. 
Let us look, listen, and believe, so that we too may be signs of your victory in our world. Jesus, you have conquered death. Show me one new step, however small, that I can take today to declare the deeds of the Lord by my life and words. Again, there's a theme through these readings of union uh, with Christ, too. Um, Let us look, listen, and believe so that we may, too, be signs of your victory in our world. That's uh, our calling is to be signs of his victory. Right. Uh, We're we're in union with him Mm -hmm. in that that way. Mm -hmm. And every one of those transformed lives is a sign of victory. Every one of us... Uh, and uh, sometimes, sometimes we don't realize that. You know, you uh, think, "Wow, the world is still in a lot of trouble." But every single person who is following Jesus right now is a sign of His victory. Right. Every one of us who has overcome something in our lives to live for God—that is a transformation, and and it's something to be very grateful, grateful for, and also. To praise God for because it does show Jesus' victory. Uh, yeah, I was talking to some of the staff the other day. We we're just we have a monthly get together just to have lunch and uh, talk about things. And um, we we're talking just actually just yesterday that uh, so many uh, of our stories don't get told. Uh, Stories mm-hmm. of what God has done in mm-hmm. our lives, or stories in ways that um, uh, we've been honored or blessed by one another. Mm-hmm. Those stories don't get told. They don't pepper our conversation. They, mm-hmm. we say, "Well, it's such a small thing. Which mm-hmm. uh, you know, should I bother?" Mm-hmm. Or, or it's such an unusual thing. I, I'm afraid to bring it up because people <laughs> might think I'm a little off base. But we, I mean, that's part of what it means to be part of the family of God. Though it means to be able to share those things as part of our. Or conversation, uh, making joy in our hearts, uh, singing, uh, all these things are supposed to characterize uh, the community of Christ's disciples. And um, I, I, I just would say again, uh, in, give a great encouragement to uh, freely uh, talk about even the small things that right. have happened, the, the blessings that others have been to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I this is I think this is very good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I am so I I, I often think I am so blessed just to know Jesus. Yeah. And and to be part of the yeah. church, to be part of the body of Christ. Lucy, uh, I just feel the music's coming up on us here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you well, for thank, having me in uh, here. Great great having you and thank you so much uh, sure. for this. It's a marvelous book. The Word Among Us, the volume is called Jesus 365 as a daily invitation to renew your spirit. Its editor is Lucy Sholand, and um, we'll keep it here for people to get. Great. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thank Lucy. you, Al.